Welcome to the Empowering Industry Podcast, a production from Empowering Pumps and Equipment as the voice of the pump and related equipment industry. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 120 of the Empowering Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Matthews. Thank you so much for choosing us do us a favor, leave us a rating and review so that we can show up in the podcast platforms for everyone. Stay connected with us at Empowering Pumps or using that hashtag Empowering Industry Podcast. A couple of updates that I want to tell you about. And I just think that it's fun to use these little buttons that we've had in the past. So I'm just going to go into this with a little tweet. So I wanted to remind you that our digital magazine is out and a couple of things to note, Becca's letter. Um, so it's at the beginning of the magazine. I thought she did a really excellent job and I just wanted to point it out. She talks about how inclusion impacts the mind and body. And so I don't know if you have followed her, but she's been doing a self-care series for us through empowering women. Um, and this just lines up with her whole mission uh, of just taking care of your body, taking care of other people, and just showing that you are empathetic and that you care and have compassion for other people. She does an excellent job at that all the time, always teaching us stuff. And I just really enjoyed her article in the magazine. So check that out. Also, our cover story from Carflow. Uh, it was the Manufacturer Distributor Partnership help solve the supply chain issues is the title of that. And it really is a great story about Curflow leaning on their suppliers, their distributors, and, you know, how that got them through the pandemic and a very successful outcome from that. And I, I think it's a great lesson. And so the cover story, yes, uh, has some really amazing photos and graphics of pumps, which we like, but then it also just really talks about business and how we really have to have these collaborations that are win-win, that we have to have trust. Um, and I just, I really enjoyed that letter. I keep saying letter, but the cover story, um, it, it definitely is a letter that can remind us how to be better in business. And so take a, take a look at that. Let me know what you think, if you enjoyed it as much as I did. Thank you, Curveflow, uh, for being a partner with us and putting out such great content for our digital magazine. So I'll link to that in the show notes. Uh, Y'all can, you know, browse around. There's a lot of great content in there. Make sure you dive into the knowledge shared section always of the magazine couple things coming up that I wanted to tell you about. If you're listening to this as it comes out, we're talking about water. We are going to be attending. Vince Marino will be at ACE22. Um, so follow that hashtag, ACE22. Their mission is to inform, influence, impact the water industry. And they are doing that. And so I know that they're super excited to be back in person together. Uh, they're going to be in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, that's June the 12th to the 15th. So if you're not there and you want to be there, just hop on over there. There's a couple more days left. And if not, really put this on your calendar to look up ACE, which is the Water American Water Works Association, and make sure that you take a look at them for the future. Also putting it uh, radar out there for ESA, which is June the 26th through the 28th in St. Louis, Missouri. Vince will also be attending that with a, a booth there. So make sure that you stop by and say hello to him. If you have any, you know, if you're a listener and you also will be there, please give us a shout out. 
at Empowering Pumps or using that hashtag Empowering Industry Podcast. Uh, mention the event. Uh, we would love to You just know that you're there. Maybe meet up. That's one of my favorite you know, things to do is, is uh, find out somebody's in the same place and get to say hello to them in person by using this connecting um, social media platforms. That is one of the benefits of social media. So make sure you take a look at that. And then one of our you know, all time favorite things to do. My favorite thing to do is to interview someone. So jumping into the interview today, Tom Jessup, he is the national sales manager for the fluid ceiling products at EGC Enterprises. He's also the president of the Fluid Ceiling Association. I know we've talked about them a lot on the podcast. So he's leading that this year. But he began his career at EGC working in production. Then from there, he moved to Machinist. Uh, He was an engineering tech. He's done manufacturing design engineer. He's done research and development uh, as well. And he's ultimately been elevated to this role of salesman uh, with the responsibility of qualifying new leads, you know, coordinating the various internal departments and also taking, you know, well, I know he's done this. I, I kind of probably put some pressure on him from doing this over the years too, but marketing those fluid ceiling products that they have. But he has a, a strong background in mechanical engineering. He's had 20 plus years experience, strong project management, uh, business analytical skills. But, you know, he's been one of those top salespeople, I think several years in a row there at EGC, but also just genuinely, he's great to talk to, a wonderful friend of ours and and love his work and kind of watching him progress at the Fluid Ceiling Association as well. So without further delay, here's your interview. Hey, Tom. Welcome to the Empowering Industry Podcast. I am so excited that you're here. I've been trying to get you on for a while. So thanks for saying yes. And what we like to do here is to start with you and your story and just just tell me what you do, you know, who you are and what you do. Okay. Well, I'm Tom Jessup with EGC Enterprises. I'm the Fluid Ceiling Sales Manager. I've been with the company 20-something years, 24 years now. Really started out on the shop floor, uh, went to school for machine training, then moved on to going to school for drafting for engineering, became their production and R&D engineering manager for a time, and then moved into sales, where I am now. Yeah. And so I recently saw you at the Valve Manufacturers Association meeting. And one of the things I asked you about was just like your favorite role. And when you said research and development, I was just like, really? I just didn't see that coming. And so it makes sense. I mean, all all of us um, that are in sales or managing sales, we have to understand the product. But tell me a little bit about why you, why do you like the research side? Um, I like the research side just because my my mind is a mechanical mind, logical mind, and I like coming up with solutions for problems in the industry. Let it be a, a new product itself or a new way to manufacture a product in a faster, simpler manner so that way people can repair stuff in the field quicker is really kind of where my mind is all the time. Just trying to think of new solutions and new avenues to get stuff into the market. That's what's really good about EGC. EGC Enterprises is an engineered solutions company. So we're not like a, we do make parts per print, 
but I would say 75% of the products that we make are engineered solutions. Yeah. And I think that's important to note because I mean, you have to have that problem solving brain and, and being aware, okay, this is a critical time and what your customers need and that they need it right now and, and what you can offer them. So I am curious since you've been there for so long and, and just can see what the what the needs of the customers were. Is, has anything changed over this time of the last 20 years? What have you seen? A lot, a lot has changed in the industry from uh, huge emission standards to the scope of outages. Outages used to be, you know, seven to 10 weeks long at power plants, and now they're two weeks. Um, the only time you really get those longer outages is when it's tied to a turbine outage. Um, most of the valve outages are, are really short nowadays. And that really started to happen back in 2009 with the collapse that we had in the U.S. Um, the housing market dropped in everyone started to pull tight on their purse strings. And one of the outcomes was getting rid of on-site maintenance staff and starting to use valve rebuilders to do the work. And by doing that, they really condensed the outages. So we had to come up with some very unique processes in order to make product faster and support them. Yeah, and I, that is something that was key that I really thought stood out is just the response time that you have there when somebody does uh, need your product and how fast that you can get it to them. And that's key. I mean, yes, for the outages, which I don't think I realized that it was that long before. So you had to adjust and be there for the, the customer because their timelines adjusted. Yeah. Yeah. One of the first aftermarket products we launched was our VSG pressure seal with caps which had a standard two-week lead time, which was fine for outages mm-hmm. when we first launched it. But by 2011, the whole landscape changed. So our engineers had to go back to the drawing board and develop a VSG Pro, which we would ship in 48-hour standard delivery. That's wonderful. So, okay. Yeah. I have um, one of those questions that are fun to ask people who are still in a job, but um, you've been there you know, 20 plus years. Why do you think you're successful there at EGC? Why do I think I'm successful? I'm successful because I am customer-driven, customer-oriented. Even when I was in engineering, my whole focus was getting to understand what the customer needed, not what the customer wanted, and then help drive their business to a solution for their customers. So that's where I think I've been successful. Yeah, I I knew you were going to answer that question that way. I don't know how, but I, I I thought you would. And I think it's because that's how I see you. I see you, you know, taking care of the customers and kind of networking and kind of being in this industry, understanding it, yeah. and that leads to value for a company. Absolutely. Also, thinking of engineering and value to organizations, you are part of the Fluid Ceiling Association. I'm trying to think if that's where I met you at there or at a, a trade show, but e- either way, I've seen you you know, jump in and, and get involved at the Fluid Ceiling Association and now the president. Can you can you tell people about that journey? <laughs> yeah, interesting. I think, I can't remember exactly, 10 years ago, something like that. And I believe it was Fluid Ceiling Association where I first met you. Um, you know, I was back then the younger person in the room with my mechanical engineering background and really focused on driving the industry forward by helping writing articles or helping with specifications at the FSA, paying attention to API, MSS, ASME, and what was going on in those organizations and how the FSA could influence 
those specs as well. And honestly, I think I just got involved more than a lot of people do. And by being involved, you learn more, you grow more. And at some point in time, someone figured I was ready to be the president. <laughs> yeah, you took the steps. You, you, like you said, and I talk about the Fluid Sealing Association a lot on here because it was part of my personal development journey as well. And you know, they always, they would actually say this out loud at these places, you know, the more you put in, the more you get out of an organization like this. And so I think you're a great example of that and kind of participating in all the different committees from membership to, you know, the division committees, uh, you're actively a part of that. And so I love it. I love to see your journey and kind of going up to that and preparing. So watching as vice president, prepare to be president as well. Um, And just, I think leading in that way brought in uh, other younger people to our organization. And I just, I always ask this and I'm I'm super curious from, from you, just what advice you would give to younger people coming into the industry. Advice is just um, don't be afraid to, speak your opinions or your thoughts on items that are going on in the industry specifically. I mean, at any of the organizations, let it be FSA, VMA, API, MSS, ASME for the fluid sealing side of things. You know, a lot of people are scared to raise their hand because they're afraid that they're going to say something wrong and then make them look like they don't know what they're doing. But that's the only way you learn. You know, you learn by you don't learn by always doing everything right. You learn by making mistakes and adjusting yourself to those mistakes. Because if everyone always did everything right, they wouldn't be growing. So you have to make mistakes and don't be afraid to make mistakes. Because if you don't, it, it just you have to make mistakes in order to grow and to learn. Yeah. And I think making those in a supportive environment where they're going to give you feedback, they're going to support you and understand that this better for the industry as a whole is a great place to do that. And uh, so I do encourage everybody to look at those organizations that you mentioned and just in general, how your team can plug in outside of, you know, just your company, how they can plug in to grow, get outside that comfort zone. I always like to push people a little bit outside the comfort zone. (laughs) me to do this. <laughs> yeah. So Tom is his first podcast and I've, I've made you do video meetups and different knowledge shared with the Fluid Ceiling Association. So not first time on video or anything, but podcast is uh, the new term for engaging like this digitally, right? Yeah. But I, th- I think it's important to share your journey and how you know, you were successful for other people who are coming along that can see that and and emulate what you did to be successful. So yeah, and I, to go on your point, and every no matter what you make comments in the organizations or anything, I've never seen anyone get a finger pointed at them or tell them they're wrong. I've never seen that. So just don't be afraid to engage. Yeah, that yeah. is such great advice. And I think part of it is, you know, when you're unsure about something, but you still want to pose it, you know, then you grow as a person, like, because you you get to test, okay, was my idea right? Did people buy into that? And so there's, there's also that journey of being right in that situation, or, you know, adding value to an organization that builds confidence and allows you to grow. And I think that on both sides of that is just good <laughs> for all of all of us. So what's, what's next for you and EGC? What, what does that look like? Is there anything, you know, coming that we should know about or industry focus that we should pay attention to? We, we do have some projects that are in our pipeline that are industry specific that I can't really talk about because we don't have the patents on them yet. But 
we do have some upcoming unique designs that are going to fit into our space as long as everything tests out well. So we're working on that. We did just recently launch a new Fugitive Missions packing set that I feel is a good solution for the industry just because up to date, a lot of the packing sets have high friction that's associated with them because they have to have a high amount of unit load and high friction, which makes the actuator sizing larger, uh, the cost of the package larger. And our Dynapack FE actually reduces that friction to keep it more in line with a standard packing set versus an FE packing set, which I think is unique. Yeah. And I just like the the whole conversation around fugitive emissions because I feel like it is something that we can actually control out there with the equipment that we can, you know, reduce the leakage there um, and figure out ways to just be better stewards of the environment through the mechanical sides uh, of what we do every day out there with our equipment. So I love that there are solutions out there and there there's many different ways to do that. But the Fluid Sealing Association is a great place to kind of get into that and and ask people. But then EGC providing this, so your knowledge and around that have created a solution for that as well. So that's wonderful. Yeah. And there's plenty of products out there. If someone's not utilizing the products that are out there to reduce the emissions in their facilities, that's kind of archaic at this point in time. I mean, there's so many different options out there and we should be doing everything we can to protect our environments, in my yeah. opinion. And that's that's why I kind of fell in love with this industry is because it is something that I can do to impact the earth and the environment in which I live in. I mean, I'm not making iPhones or iPads or doing anything fancy like that, but I can at least impact, you know, stuff, bad stuff staying out of the air and the water in my lifetime. Absolutely. It's so important. Yeah. So we've, t- we've touched on a lot of things, but just as we've been talking, is there anything else uh, that you wanted to leave our listeners with? Um, no, not that I can think of. Okay. Well, you did a great job. I'm so glad that you were yeah. on. And if people want to reach out to you directly, how do you prefer that be done? They can reach out to me on my cell phone or via email. Okay. Do I state what that is? No, I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put it in the show notes. No worries. I probably won't put your your cell phone on the show notes, but y'all email him oh, and yeah. let him know. Yeah, company email, yeah. Yeah, good. and also check him out on LinkedIn. Uh, they've been posting a lot there. Uh, EGCs and doing some really great work there as well. So thanks, Tom. I appreciate your time. Thank you. This brings us to the end of the show. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope that you will subscribe, rate and review the podcast. As always, we want to hear from you. So give me a shout out at Empowering Pumps or using that hashtag Empowering Industry Podcast. Email us at podcast at Empowering Pumps. I hope that you will reach out to Tom and, you know, connect with the Fluid Ceiling Association, connect with our different events, and just reach out and be engaging and we'll be back here with the podcast and a new episode every week. So until then be empowering. It's not as fun dancing. I'm going to have to do this with my speakers in the future.